In this episode of Messengers, they continue the series, How to Have a Relationship with God. Today, trust is the focus, and they show the importance of how and why we can put our trust in God. And Trisha. And we are? The Messengers. We are the Messengers that haven't been on for a little bit, haven't we? Well, yeah, but they don't really know that. Right. Unless they look. Yeah. (laughs) We have the dates up on our website when those things come up. So anyway, (laughs) it's been been a little bit since we've done an episode, but we're happy to get back into doing this and and preaching God's Word and and, uh, seeing people set free. That's right. Right. Delivered. Delivered in Jesus' Mm -hmm. name, yeah. Thank you, Lord. We are continuing a series that we have been talking about. It's called How to Have a Relationship with God. Yes. So, Tricia, you want to talk about what uh, the past we've talked about and what we're going to be talking about today? I will, yes. (laughs) Kind of like, take it away. There we go. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So, we, you know, you hear all the time, like, you need to have a closer relationship with God or, you know, how's your relationship with God? And, and so we're kind of trying to break it down into the basics and just start at the beginning. And our first episode was on the mutual benefits that you can have in having this relationship with God. And then we talked about two-way communication. Any relationship really needs to have two-way communication. Right. So that's very important. And then lastly, we spoke about honesty. We need to be honest in any relationship, and that's how we need to be with our loving Heavenly Father, too. So today, we're going to talk about trust. Trust is a very big issue. So we're going to break it down into separate parts. Right. Today, we're going to talk about how and why to have a trusting relationship with God. Amen. Yeah, sound good? Yes. All right. Well, first, we need to... Ask yourself a couple questions, and these are very important questions. Right. You need to ask yourself, do I really want a relationship with God? You need to think about that. And also you need to say, what kind of relationship do I want? And these are questions that we must search our heart to find in order to see if we have that relationship mentality. Yeah. So relationships take time and effort. So we need to find how far we are really willing to go. So like we said, we're talking about trust. And trust is a big issue, especially with God. And then all believers basically trust that Jesus died for them and that they are going to heaven. Yes. Right? Right. But God wants something even deeper with us. That's right. So how far do you want to go? That's the question. And he will meet you wherever you are. That's a great thing. Right. So we are never too old or never too young to have a thriving, deep relationship with God. And we can never be too close to God either. Never. So in order to have a deeper relationship, though, we have to trust in Him in a few different areas. So let's look at some of those areas real quick. So first of all, we need to trust that He loves us personally and wants to have a closer relationship with us. So Psalm 52, verse 8 out of the NLT says, But I am like an olive tree, thriving in the house of God. I will always trust in God's unfailing love. That's a big area we can trust Him is. Right. Unfailing love. 
Then over in Romans 8, verses 38 to 39, out of the NIV says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I love that verse because it talks about anything you can even imagine or think of. That's right. (laughs) Everything is nothing will separate us from the love. He's going to love you no matter what. Regardless. No matter what you can even think about doing. No matter what you've ever done. That's right. And I, I find it interesting that so many people don't know that because they'll say, well, you don't know what I've done. Yeah. Well, God does, and he still will forgive you mm-hmm. regardless of what it is. He, he wants you to you. come to him and say, Daddy, you know what? I messed up. I messed up big time. <laughs> and he will forgive you. Say, Father, just forgive me for these things that I've done. And he will do it. That's right. You have no idea how many people don't believe that. Yeah. And it's just so sad that people don't know what the word says. So next we need to trust that he will never hurt us. Right. When things do happen that hurt us, we should run to him and not away from him. Right. We don't need to blame him for the bad things that happen in our lives. God will never do anything to hurt us or harm us in any way way right and he is never going to put any kind of sickness or or pain on you to teach you a lesson no so let's look at jeremiah 29 11 out of the niv and this is this is a great verse for this yeah. it says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not listen not to harm you to give you hope and a future Amen. so a day like that is, is not going to cause anything like that he, is, he says directly, he is not going to harm you. That's right. And if a daddy says that, he can't do it. If, if God says that, he can't go back on his word. That's right. So we also need to trust that he will never leave us or forsake us. You know, there's no timeouts or lunch breaks <laughs> with God. He's always there. Right. So Deuteronomy 31 verse 8 out of the NIV says, The Lord himself goes before you. And will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. And then Hebrews 13, verse 5, out of the Amplified. This can be a little bit longer because the Amplified version. That's right. But it, it, this one gives a little bit more meat. Yeah. <laughs> so let your character, your moral essence, your inner nature be free from the love of money. Shun greed. Be financially ethical. Being content with what you have. For he has said, I will never, under any circumstance, desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. Nor will I in any degree leave you helpless. Nor will I forsake or let you down or relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. That's right. And that is such a great verse. I know a lot of times that's used when talking about tithing or giving money of any kind. But the end of that is such a precious promise. Nor will I forsake you or let you down or relax my hold on you. Right. He's always with you. He's got you in his hands. And right. he will never let you down. And the only way that, that anything can be relaxed is if we do it ourselves. That's right. God will not 
leave you nor forsake you, like he says, Mm -hmm. and he will not relax his hold on you Mm -hmm. unless you walk away. Yeah. It's, it's all about what we do. It's not about what God does. God loves you. God doesn't want you to walk away from him and he wants you to stay close to him and place all of your faith and trust and hopes and dreams, everything. Yeah. Everything down to the littlest uh, decision that you want to make a day. He wants you to. He wants to be a part of that with you. Yes. Whether it's a huge decision or a little decision. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know, God, what do you think I should wear today? Yeah. He, he would love to tell you what to wear. Yeah. And I'll show you something nice to wear. It's never important. It's never right. too important. Impor- how's the word? Important. <laughs> it's well, it's too. It's never too unimportant. Unimportant. Okay. Unimportant for him. <laughs> so. The fourth thing we're going to look at is trust that he will bless us. And we're going to look at Romans 10, verse 11, out of the NLV this time. It says, The holy writings say, No one who puts his trust in Christ will ever be put to shame. That's right. And that is a precious promise, too. We also need to trust that he trusts us individually. To have a rich and satisfying relationship with God... We must give ourselves to him completely. You know, like we said, relationships are two-sided, and each one takes effort from both parties. We need to trust God is doing his part by loving us and always being there for us. And we need to trust in him more and more on our part. Yeah. You know, there is no wrong way to be in a relationship with God. If we only want to hold God at arm's length, that's fine with him. But we're missing out on so much when we do that. But he'll take our love, you know, any way we're willing to give it. He'll meet us where we are. And he will accept that love. He just loves you so much. He just wants to be with you and part of your life. Right. But to truly receive his blessings and enjoy our lives here on earth, we need to have a deeper relationship with him so trust has to be earned it's not automatically there so that is why there are steps to have really any relationship right right it's no exception with god either so we have to take a step of faith every time we step out and trust him he will bless us if we make a mistake he will be there to recalculate <laughs> as right. as the gps's will do you know gps yeah. tells you turn left here and then you go past it and then recalculating. <laughs> so he'll recalculate us. And things are always in his timing and in his way. That's so, important to remember. Right. Remember this, that he can turn all things to good. As we saw with the account of Joseph in Genesis 37. Yeah. So if you don't know that, go read that. That's an, um, yeah, that's an amazing story. Right. So don't blame God when things go wrong. Instead, trust him to lead you to where you are supposed to be. That's right. Right. He will always be there to help you. God loves us so much. He wants to know us intimately. And you know, that may seem strange to some people because we know that he already knows everything about us. But God is a gentleman and he will never make us have a closer relationship with him. He's standing at the door of our hearts, knocking, ready to receive all of us, but he will never ask of you more than you're willing to give. Right. That is important. Relationships are, again, two-sided. 
God trusts us enough to let us choose to love him. He wants us to choose how close we want to be with him. He wants all of you, your thoughts, your heart, your love, your body, soul, and spirit. That's what it's all about. And he wants us to like run to him at the end of the day and say, guess what happened today, daddy? You know, just go to him. Tell him everything that, that happened. He already knows it. But when you go tell someone something, you're giving of yourself. And that's adding to that relationship and bringing it deeper and deeper. So he loves it when we thank him and praise him and give him the credit that he is due. You know, that's important. So Psalm 100 verse 4 out of the NIV says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. That's awesome. But most importantly, remember, God will never ask of us something he is not willing to give in return. So he first gave to us, and all he wants is for us to give joyfully in return. Right. And then 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7 out of the NLV says, Each man should give as he has decided in his heart. He should not give wishing he could keep it. Or he should not give if he feels he has to give. God loves a man who gives because he wants to give. That's right. And you know, a lot of times that verse is talking about money, like tithing and things Mm -hmm. like that. But this is also true of your heart, of, you know, your thoughts, your relationship with him. If you're not willing to give, you know, he doesn't want you just half-heartedly saying, Okay, God, I guess I'll give you an hour to talk to you. He doesn't want it to be like that. He wants to be... Okay, God, you know, let's just talk throughout this day. You know, this is happening and this is happening. and He'd rather talk to you for 30 seconds joyfully. Would yes. you speak to him joyfully than for you to be talking to him for hours and, uh, <gasps> oh, I have to. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big difference as we can obviously see. It depends on where your heart is. We also need to trust God to always be there for us. And trust that we can open up and just give him all that we are. He loves us and he wants to take us further into a relationship with him. A relationship with him is only blessing upon blessing. (laughs) It's just amazing. And the more you give him, the more you receive from him. So 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12 out of the Amplified says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the Holy Spirit who is from God, so that we may know and understand the wonderful things freely given to us by God. You know, God has given us to us so freely, like even the earth and, you know, the galaxy for us to enjoy the stars. He's given everything to us so that we can enjoy it. And there's so many times that we look around at our circumstances and only see the negative. And that's not at all what he wants us to see and what he wants us to relate to. It's he wants the joy in every day. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day and I was just saying, you know, God is speaking when you see someone smile at you. When, you know, through that person's smile, that's God, you know, saying, hey, I love you. I want you to be joyful. You know, when you give somebody a hug, that's like... That's like um, him wrapping his arms around you. 
And it's just those little things that we miss. You know, we can just gloss over and not think anything about. But those little everyday things are just so beautiful. <laughs> you are absolutely right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Wow. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, so John 327 out of the NLT says, John replied, no one can receive anything unless God gives it from heaven. That's right. So this does not mean he loves you any less if you decide to stay in like shallow water. You get to decide how far you go with God. That's what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. If you want to go deeper, all you have to do is ask. A-S-K. Ask. Ask. So Luke 11, verse 10 out of the NLT says, For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Now we've gone over the ask, seek, and knock. So if you haven't uh, heard that lesson, uh, there's se several different lessons on that one. So uh -huh. go back into our website at themessengersradio.com and, and search for those. Um, they're really good. Yeah. They go into much more detail. Right. So we need to show him that we're ready to trust him more. And we can do that in a few different ways. First of all, we can just talk to him. You know, prayer is the best way to deepen your relationship with God. When you keep the lines of communication open and remember to listen to what he has to say to you. Yes. And you know, a prayer, we're talking about prayers from your heart, not just God, do this to me. God, I expect this. You know, those aren't really prayers from your heart. Yeah. These, these are like heartfelt times that you spend in a relationship communicating with God. And just remember, God doesn't answer demands. That's right. <laughs> and, um, and He is always talking to us in return. So when we do pray, we need to take that time at the end to just listen to what he has to say to you. Yes. That's when you hear precious, precious words from God. That's two-way communication. It is. All right. So Romans 12, 12 out of the NIV says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And then also at Psalm 17, verse 6 out of the NIV, it says, I call on you, my God, for you will answer me. Turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. That's right. That's awesome. That's just proof that he will listen. That's right. You know, he is listening always, really. <laughs> okay, so another thing we can do is read the Bible. <laughs> this shows you not only who you're getting into a relationship with, but how. We find more and more ways to trust God and to get deeper with him by trusting what the Bible says. All right, so the last thing, not the last thing you can do, but just another thing that we've come up with is you can listen to teachers and preachers who have your best interests at heart. Mm -hmm. And that's important to find someone who is really trying to grow you and help you in, in your relationship with God and right. not just put regulations on you and say, you have to do this. It has to be this way. They don't really have your best interests. They, these people want to grow you. And so these men and women usually have a deeper relationship in, with God. And so you can trust that you can have one of your own. They will show you the ways they took, and it probably won't be the same way as that. But when you hear of what they've been through, you can see what a beautiful relationship can look like. Yes, you can. You really need to find a mentor and let them show you areas that they've had victories and ways that you can too. Yes. 
All right, so let's look at Proverbs 11, verse 14 out of the NIV. It says, For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. That's why you need a mentor. Yeah, yeah. and even um, teachers like us, you know, we have your best interest at heart, and you can contact us through our website, mm -hmm. things like that. And what's our website? TheMessengersRadio.com. That's right. <laughs> So, you know, we can teach you and tell you areas we've had victories in, but if you really find a person in your area that you can relate to, that you can talk to and can, can disciple you, it's really about discipling, right. then um, that is the best, the best thing to do. But if you can't find that someone, we're always here. <laughs> we're just an email away, right? That's right. So there are many ways to trust God, and every one of them is gladly accepted by Him. He just wants to be part of your life. If you want to take the next step in your relationship with God, open up and give yourself to Him. This may come in small steps or large. Just remember that He loves you and will always meet you wherever you are. He trusts you completely and only has your best interest at heart. He loves you more than you will ever know. He's just waiting on you to make the move. Trust him with all you're ready to give him, and he will open up a world of opportunities to you. That's right, amen, amen. to that too. So let's, uh, last verse for, the, for this episode is uh, Romans 15 verse 13 out of the NIV says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow, that's a great word, yes. with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Overflowing. That's like, you know, my cup's not, my cup's not half empty or half full. It's overflowing. That's right. You know, that's the best way to look at it, especially when you're a child of God. Yes. <laughs> all right, so uh, this has come to the end of our episode on this one. Uh, but we would not end this episode without giving you, the listener, the choice to choose Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have never done so before. So you may have been listening to this and you've felt something, you know, you, you, you've been looking for something and, you know, you just never could, you tried to fill it up with everything that you could think of of this world and, you know, nothing will fill it. It'll, it'll fill up for the moment. For, the, for a little bit of time, but it's only a temporary patch. So, um, Jesus is the real filling. That's what you've been looking for, whether you think so or not. You know, there is nothing that ever filled me like Jesus did. And you may have heard, I don't remember, I don't think I've given my, my whole testimony on the, on the show yet, but maybe we need so, to do but... that one day. But yeah. anyway... I went through a lot of stuff, and I went through drugs and alcohol and, and all the things that, you know, people go through trying to fill their heart and their, their this hole in their, in their body, not a physical hole, but in their spiritual hole. Yeah. I tried to fill it with everything I could, and it was great for a time being, a very yeah. short time being, but then it was just back to the same thing again. So it wasn't until I, I decided to follow Jesus, to receive him as my Lord and Savior, that that hole and that fill of la that feeling that I was lacking something yeah. really took place. That's right. 
So this is this if you decide to do this, this is really the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. Yes. So let's look at what God's word says. Romans 10 verses 9 through 10 says, If you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you'll believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you skip a few lines down to Romans 10, 13, it says, For whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. And that's whosoever includes every single person. Yes. Right. So by the grace of God, He has done everything already to provide salvation for you. Your part is to simply believe and receive. It's not by what the works you do. It's not by how bad you've been. It's not by how good you've been. It's by receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's not hard. You just have to make a heart change. Yes. So I want you to pray this prayer out loud with me. And I want you to truly mean it from your heart and truly have a heart change. Pray this. Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. And by faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. Feels good. And you may not have felt anything right then. Yeah. But the fact is, if you truly meant that prayer from your heart, you have been saved. Your eternal address has been changed. You are a child of God. And the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his words will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And that means that you've been born again. And there is a brand new you. Yay! Hallelujah. <laughs> so, we want to make sure that you continue to grow because it's going to be easy to fall back into your old life yeah. if you don't know what the Word says. So you need to find out what the Word says about you. And a great place to start is reading in the Bible is, is John. Yeah. Uh, so, But if you have questions as you're reading, we suggest that you get with somebody that knows the Word mm-hmm. or you can email us. Yes. And we'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have about the Bible, any prayer requests, anything that you have that you have questions about or you want to comment, uh, let us know. We'll, we would love to hear from you. Yes. So you can do so by going to our website, themessengersradio.com, and clicking on the contact button. Contact us, I think is what it says. Okay. Fill out that form, and when you submit it, it'll go to both Tricia and myself, my, our emails together. If you don't have a Bible... We, we would love to send you one. Yes. Uh, let us know. Yeah. Uh, just tell us on, that, on our contact information. Until next episode, <laughs> we hope that you have enjoyed this one. That's right. And we look forward to the next one, right? That's right. Amen. We love you guys. You have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. You can join us for previous episodes at themessengersradio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Messengers Radio and check us out on SoundCloud at The Messengers.